Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in chatter. Oh. Because it's kind of in there, right? Chatter. Oh, you don't I, even have to explain I, to me. Okay. okay I know exactly what's going on. It's my job to simply react. That's right. It's your job to figure out the he or the she. I think that the you... The he or the she. The her or the she. Yes. I think you react and affirm. That's what I would like to put in your description, job it's description. That's all what we're looking for these days. <laughs> React and firm. React affirmingly, actually, is your job. <laughs> well, at least you're being nice about it. <laughs> I don't feel you reacting affirmingly right now. <laughs> hmm. It's not just like every desire of every person. <laughs> Why aren't you reacting affirmingly to me right now? Why don't you like everything I do? And say. Even when it's unlikable. <laughs> I know I'm being unpleasant. Love me anyway. Okay, my name is Summer Yeager. Meet me where I'm at, you mean? Yes. Come as you are. I honestly thought that was a Nirvana song. <laughs> and then someone... Cla- Classic James White's daughter's quote. <laughs> I thought Come As You Are was a Nirvana song. I did. I really did. Um, <laughs> Tell us how you grew up performed without telling us <laughs> you grew up performed. There, one of the most That's popular so Nirvana songs starts Come As You it's Are. It's true. It's true. It's very true. I affirm that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> That was the reaction I was hoping for. Um, my name is Emery Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And um, I don't actually know where I wanted to go with that. That was really as far as I thought for the day. Um, I have something oh, that perfect. I'd like to talk with you about. I'm ready. I'm Joy. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host Summer. And um, I'm, I'm not saying I'm the person who created this, mm. but I have a very specific name for it. Um, I call it uh, Tales from the Other Room. Oh, and it's when you gossip here. It's when you hear a totally out of context statement. Yeah. From the next room. Yes. And you're just like, yes, what a weird statement. I wonder what's happening in that room. Yes. (laughs) Like the other day when I heard Matthew say he was in his office and I heard him say, why did you pour all your strawberries into my boot? The picture of that. Yeah, and I was just like, "That's a hmm, great question." Wonder what they're doing there. They're figuring out why. Right. He has <laughs> a boot full of strawberries. That's also such a two-year-old thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in a two-year-old brain. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I have this plate of food. I should yeah. pick it up and travel around with it. Oh yes. And then conduct experiments like where do these strawberries fit? Do they fit in dad's boots? Where can I pour these things? <laughs> Which she calls boots, by the way. Oh, that's so <laughs> cute. Boots. 
I uh, I remember. So I am the kind of mom where if someone gifts my little one like a a little trike mm-hmm. or, you know, when they're real little and these items are little, I will let them ride it around inside. Okay. It doesn't bother me. You know, I usually have like wood or something that you could ride a trike around in. Yeah. You know. Um, well, and it's just, well, it, you'll understand it when I put it this way. When if a baby mm. or a young toddler mm-hmm. wears their shoes in your house, even though most of the time you yeah ask that people take their shoes off, it's just different. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's totally not the same. It doesn't last long. Like even Georgia's shoes, they're probably not on uh, right now. <laughs> right at my house. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she walks. We always have to find them. It's always like, where are her shoes? Because it's easier if you just take them off, honestly, and leave them at the front door. It, it is sometimes, yeah. But uh, I don't. I just remember the first time I realized that Clementine, when she was about Georgia's age, <laughs> um, when she didn't, she wasn't ready at that moment to finish her food, would put it in that little trunk of her trike. <laughs> and I remember her riding by me, and I thought, like, do I need to change our diaper? But our diaper wasn't dirty. And then she kept riding by me and I kept smelling weird things. <laughs> and so I finally got a brain cell and opened up that little trunk of the trike. Which incidentally, the Europeans call boots. Really? So oh, that's right. Yeah, we the have, boots. Here we have uh, quite a connection. Boots are where things go. <laughs> um, and it was full of week old bacon. Oh. Um. Egg. That's a crime on multiple levels because bacon should not go uneaten. Yogurt. Ooh, I mean, see, yogurt, that's... It was a, a trunk of food that if you ate it, you would immediately vomit. <laughs> um, and then I knew from then on that I was going to... And, it, and when I talked to her about it, in her brain, what she was doing was like, these were all things she loves. Bacon is, to this day, if you ask her what food she likes, the only answer she will give is bacon. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing she ever wants to eat. It's the only thing she likes. Yogurt, the other only food she enjoys. <laughs> Those two foods are the only two foods she's almost 10. <laughs> like, we're <laughs> she getting... truly yes. enjoys. Everything else she suffers through. And um, so it was. it's funny to remember that it was bacon and yogurt I found in her trunk. Because when I asked her about it, I said, why are you putting your food in the trunk of your trike? And she said, I really wanted to save it for later. And I believe that what she thought was like, ooh, this is going to be so good later. And then because she's two, she She had no memory of putting it in there Mm -hmm. whatsoever. And she took a nap and then woke up and resumed life and probably was given more bacon and yogurt because I thought she ate it all. (laughs) Anyway. Well, it's actually preferable that she forgot about it. Yeah. As opposed to actually saving it for later. Well, then the thought crossed my head. Well, like when she opened it up and kept putting food in there, like she had to have seen the the trunk is not huge. This is one of those tiny little, you know, trikes that you. Right. Like. Not a lot of space in there. You know, she's two. She doesn't understand. (laughs) No. The. No physics she quickly she grew out of that phase so quickly and that's what that's something important i think for moms or just parents in general to remember 
is that when they're that little, those phases are so so quick. quick. And sometimes they don't even get them. Yeah. Sometimes they don't hit them. No. So sometimes you miss them entirely. And then they're so like the um, the dumping out phase is in the grand scheme of things, relatively Such a short small. period of time. Yeah. So it feels long. Yeah. It feels long. But those little things, they just grow out of things so quickly. They do. Not that you shouldn't attempt to help them grow, but, you know, <laughs> stuff like the bacon in the trike, you really don't need to sweat is the moral right. of the story. I really feel like Georgia Check won't your be shoes dumping. for strawberries. That's all it takes. For the next couple of weeks. <laughs> And then it'll probably be over. Well, yeah. And she's totally in that play with your food phase. Like dip your fingers in the water and then drink the. Yeah. Just. Why? My. Why do my children. A special version of torture for adults. (laughs) Sometimes my children. Yeah. I mean. Still think. Yeah. What if this item was wet? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) From my water cup. What if. I dipped my dinner roll entirely <laughs> In, into yes. my water. I wonder if it would improve the flavor of the roll and the water. Yes. <laughs> Constantly. And I'm like, no, no, get your hand. And then like, it's like, um, I want my response to be proportionate to the actual thing that's happening. Yeah. Like, is it really that big of a deal if mm-hmm. they put their dinner roll in their water? You can just say, hey, please don't do that. Like, it really doesn't right. need to be, that does not need to be a thing. No wire hangers. No <laughs> rolls in your water. <laughs> anyway, you can leave us a voicemail. That <laughs> weird things you found in trikes at 470-465-0475. Um, book club's going great. I feel like Seriously. we're almost done. I'm afraid that by the time we release this episode... <laughs> Will we be done? You know what's you know what's gonna make me laugh is if we get through this book and we feel like it went by so fast. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yes. That would mean that basically everything we think is gonna be lighthearted and quick is very involved and hard. And then everything we think is going to be involved and hard yeah. is just like breezy. Yeah. Well, I I'm only on chapter four of this book, but I will say everybody should read Total Truth Yeah, by Nancy Piercy. Yes. It's just, we got one of our friends to read it. She, mm-hmm. We were doing book club and she was in the room. So she was listening to us and uh, talk about the book. And then she went out and bought it. And that was like on a Wednesday. And then at Sunday on church, she was like, I cannot put it down. Yeah. It is so good. And it's I was very like, good. I know. Uh, yeah. So if you want a quick worldview training then grab that book and uh it has it's the study guide edition yeah so you actually it's i mean it's meant to teach you right you do the reading and then there's like comprehension right it is really really meant for you to like absorb Absorb and hold it in your brain yeah if you think you're gonna have a difficult time then just join us at patreon.com slash theologians because you can watch all of our we basically take an hour to discuss each chapter. Yep. And that's all available to you at patreon.com slash theologians. In terms of the, um, you know how you're saying, like, I don't even know where we're going to be at in the book by the time this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. In my experience, when we do this whole timeline shift thing, mm-hmm. my the best way to go is just not keep track at all. Yeah. <laughs> And just keep explaining. This is what's going on. Over and on. over again. That you don't know when 
it's happening. Don't know when you're listening <laughs> so, to this. Um, the, because I'm supposed to have a baby in September, mm-hmm. which like, it's weird. Actually, when the people... funny thing is, is like, we've definitely already told them this. Yeah. But you guys, it doesn't feel like it. And <laughs> remember what I just said. The best way to tackle this just say is to not keep track. No, don't keep and track. And just keep explaining it. Over and over again. Well, and the thing that's starting to really hit me is that I'm due September 2nd, which means like it's extremely likely that I could have a baby in August. Yeah. Because September 2nd is it's true. Is hardly September. Mm-hmm. Um, and so August, for whatever reason, seems really close. Yeah. <laughs> August seems cl- much closer than September. As someone who's had a baby in September, I, I understand that. Yeah. So all that to say, we're recording episodes ahead of time because I'm not coming in to record episodes like after I give immediately after I give birth. So and not for a while after like (laughs) you listen, you guys are not going to want to hear from me in September or October. (laughs) Probably not even November, but (laughs) and then it's going to be Christmas. So basically see you next year. All of that to say, um, yeah, we're recording episodes ahead, so I have no idea. I can't even tell you how many we have in the can already. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was doing this thing where my podcast ended that I was listening to on the way home, and then I had to go run an errand, and so I just needed like five minutes of something. Yeah. And I was scrolling through my podcast app and I saw our most recent episode. Oh, okay. And every once in a while, I don't listen to the show yeah. uh, regularly because I'm here for the thing. I'm here for it. So You've already heard it. Yeah. Okay. And But every once in a while, I'll just click yeah. on one. And of course, my favorite part to listen to is the beginning part where we just talk. But so in this episode, I'm like, I have something to tell you about. And I was like, what, is what it? am I going to say? <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm so curious. <laughs> so, I do what's happening to me right now that's really funny is that because I post the episode every Monday morning, mm-hmm. um and and it's to include timestamps, so if all of you hate what we're doing right now, you can just yeah, scrub I, forward. I haven't done that in a while though. Don't tell them that. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. You I, have used to to do that. I used You're to do that. I used to be really good about us. that. But I do want to minimally, I will like skip through the episode just to make sure the audio is working and nothing weird happened and like things happen to audio, Yes, especially because it gets sent to me and then compressed and then downloaded, then re-uploaded, then blah, blah, blah. You have to check. I just want to do my due diligence. And so I'll sometimes just let it play while I'm doing everything else I have to do just to make sure like, okay, the audio works. And uh, man, you're really funny. (laughs) I'll, it'll be like an episode we recorded a month ago and I'll have forgotten it. So every punchline is brand new. <laughs> that's, that's how I felt. That's what happens to my brain where I, cause like, I don't, I can't remember anything. So then I'm like, what's Joy about to say? Well, I like, <laughs> I basically got home and my thought was, I can see why people like this. This is fun. This I, is I a had lot a of great fun. time. I hoped I would say that. We had fun while we were doing it. I just... If I was talking, that's what I would have said. <laughs> for sure. I've definitely felt that. You go, Joy. <laughs> I'll have totally forgotten what we were talking about, and you'll say something. And in my head, I'll be like, oh, man, I hope I say. And then I say <laughs> it, and I'm like, oh, 
I haven't changed that much this past <laughs> these past four weeks. Oh, I'm the same person. <laughs> I'm having the same reaction. It's very affirming. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> But we hope you're having fun with us. I hope you guys are having a great I'm time. I'm also trying to, incidentally, trying to say like less in this episode, oh. which means I'll talk very slow and probably still say like a lot. <laughs> you know, the comment that I get, sometimes the comment that we get sent about you or like an email or a voicemail or something is that people appreciate that you talk slowly because oh. it sounds like you're thinking before you speak oh that's actually someone said that to, okay to me i do know sometimes i'm i pause you. yeah yeah i there was a period honest okay this is weird a weird little aside there was a time when i th- was kind of thinking you're here to talk into the microphone gather your thoughts don't pause don't oh. pause while you're okay yeah. i noticed i was pausing and so I was thinking, is that the, what I'm supposed to do? And then I just realized as long as I'm pausing to collect my thoughts and make sure I yeah. say something the right way, <laughs> that's yes. okay. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, this is actually a perfect segue because we are going to talk about idle chatter oh, today. There we go. Which in one month when I listen to this, I will be so, I'll hope I, I will I said, so appreciate yeah. this clever segue. I hope I will have said... <laughs> I'm going to say all the things I hope from a month from now that I would have wanted to say. Um, so I actually, it was very helpful for me that I listened to some of our voicemails this morning before I came in because this nice lady left a voicemail saying that um, she's a pretty new-ish listener. And when she first started listening, she would always skip past our chit chat in the beginning mm-hmm. And that one Which day, sometimes we make it really hard. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's like okay, twenty five minutes into the episode, surely, surely, surely they are to the meat of it. No, no, <clears throat> not no. always. <laughs> but she said that. I guess in one episode we actually explained why we bother doing that, and that it changed her mind, and now it's her favorite part of the I'm show. So glad. And I was like, man, I wish I could remember what I said about that. <laughs> I just want you guys to know, <laughs> I never bank on remembering anything that I've said. I bank on being the same person that I was when I said Consistency, it and yeah. having the same philosophy. Um, although the scary thing that I realized the other day is that I have changed in the last five and a half years on some topics. Oh, I definitely have. And so I'm anyway. I sometimes <laughs> that's another thing I've had to a sort of weird podcaster thing I've had to deal with is not so much with sheologians, a little bit with sheologians, but a lot with Apologia Radio. Right. Because you started doing that a long time ago. I was so young. Yeah. And this thought popped into my head. Just like, not that I think it was a bad idea for them to have me on. Yeah. Um, But just, I was just wondering how many people have a, a audio recording of 10 years yeah. of their growth. Yeah. As a Christian and kind of just. I hope that's what it is. I hope that I've just grown. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of any like theological, I haven't changed any theological positions, but I hope that I have a more precise understanding of them. Yeah. The older that I get. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the reasons that I just, I think it's so funny that 
so many people over the years have complained about the chit chat. And and I kind of I think what you and I did was kind of challenge people to say to like step back and t- and take a listen to yourself. What you're saying is mm-hmm. you you hate hearing people laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you the tale from the other room. Everyone in the other room is having a great time and you're super annoyed. <laughs> it would be one thing if we weren't funny, but as we have established <laughs> in this episode already, Joy is very we definitely funny. Are. <laughs> and I mean we. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean there's just something it's totally it's I, I don't care if somebody wants to listen to the chit chat or fast forward. I just think that uh, Christians sometimes have such a a non-enjoyable view of conversation because of actually the topic that I wanted to talk about today, which is the sin of idle chatter, mm-hmm. right? So every time in scripture where we're given so we're given so many warnings and encouragements for how we shouldn't speak and how we should speak that sometimes I think Christians forget that speech is a form of, of communication that is meant to be used for enjoyment and growth. And that it's not that every time you open your mouth, the only thing you should ever say is the answer to a catechism question. Right. I think you can fall into that ditch. Um, there's a, there's, I mean, not literally, but there is an aesthetic mm-hmm. when it comes. Mm-hmm. Speaking is partially, is not just efficient. It's also creative. There's a reason why mm-hmm. you like listening to some people talk more than others or tell a story more than others. Right. Oh, a good storyteller is yes. the most fun. I used to go to um, these open mic nights with uh, one of the girls at church Um And there was like poetry and guitar playing and singing. But there was this one guy that would show up all the time and he was a storyteller. Oh, that's so fun. And so he would just. That's so fun. He would just write a story and then he would. Well, we all know, like, I hope this was a part of at least many people's childhoods. But part of my childhood was spending the night at my grandparents' house. And one of the things, the two things I looked forward to the most were the bonbons in the freezer. (laughs) Because they were always there. <laughs> and asking grandpa for a bedtime story and just listening to him talk. Mm-hmm. And do I remember some some most of the stories? No. But just it was the, I don't know, like listening to an old man who had this lifetime of experience tell stories from his life was the most fun. Even as a five, six, seven-year-old, yeah. like I recognized this is like a real treat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I, when we talk about my firm belief is there's a very large chasm between idle chatter and meaningful conversation and that we should always be conscious of which direction we're moving in. Right. Um, we are told that we will give an account for every careless word that we speak. And I don't think careless is relegated to only mean. I really mean it care. The word carries with it. The idea of thoughtless, right? Are you just speaking thoughtlessly? 
And and I think sometimes your thoughtless words might not even have like a nefarious intention behind them. It could just be you're genuinely just not thinking. You're speaking for the sake of speaking. You're speaking Mm -hmm. because you're bored. You're speaking because you want someone to hear your voice. You're speaking because you want to hear your own voice. Like that is a those are careless words. And it's it's we should remember that we will have to give an account for them. And so all over the Proverbs, we have the babbling fool. Ba- to, what is to babble? It's to speak idly. Yeah. It's just to speak to speak. And we're told that that person that just babbles will come to ruin. Um, and in Proverbs 10, we're told that like three or four times. <laughs> um, and then I thought this verse is really interesting. Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with a simple babbler. And what this clearly means is that babblers, even if they don't, a simple babbler is not like a, oh, intentionally deceptive or mischievous person. But what they are doing is related to that first part. They're going to end up slandering because they're just talking to talk. They're in the practice of just talking without any real intention or meaning. Real thought. And when you aren't, what I think what ends up happening is that the thoughtless speaker, you can't be a thoughtless speaker without being a thoughtless thinker. And so if you are a thought, you know, whatever your, comes out of your mouth was first in your heart. Yep. So if you're incredibly thoughtless, you have no deep intentional meaning thought life. Um, you're going to end up talking about other people because you literally have nothing else to talk about. Um, I think that's part of why those that verse is uh, connected. But more than anything, when I think about idle chatter, what is it to idle? It means to not be going anywhere. So, uh, so words that aren't going anywhere, they have no end purpose. Again, no thought. Right. No like thought behind them. Uh, it, it will bring you to ruin. And so what's the difference between just like having a fun conversation or a meaningful conversation? Why do I think it's worth our time that we chat at the beginning of our episodes? Right. That doesn't mean no fun. Anything right. fun is meaningless. Right. You have a very narrow view yes. of what is meaningful. If right. you think that two people enjoying each other's company. Now I do think fun can uh, venture into meaninglessness. Of course, I absolutely think that. Yeah. Um, but a, uh, but I think the difference is that an idle chatter versus like a meaningful conversation is conversation. The idea of conversing is an exchange. So there's an exchange of thoughts, ideas, feelings, mm-hmm. and it's meant to actually accomplish something. So I, f- I it's not like. <clears throat> there's a mutuality to it. And so uh, the other day I had one of our mom friends just say like, how do you handle being talked at all day? Because it can be hard if you have a house full of small kids who are learning the art (laughs) of conversation, right? right? Mm -hmm. Um, It can be hard because yeah, what kid, what undiscipled kids tend to do is just talk at you. Yeah. Um, they have a lot going on in their heads. They haven't really disciplined what's coming out of their mouths yet. They're the center of the universe. So (laughs) when they enter a room, that's what matters. (laughs) Um, and my answer was, well, I just don't allow that. Yeah. Uh, and 
I've I have a um a friend that I have I witnessed her very gently yeah tell her daughter like you are not what's going on in this room right now <laughs> like yeah. you are not the center of attention right now so you don't just get to come into this room and suddenly all eyes on you like right. that's not right that's not how this mm-hmm. works and mm-hmm. i mean it's something mm-hmm. ever since i heard her say it <laughs> something i've thought about myself yeah when you enter a room not bad. And you're like, <laughs> i'm here <laughs> um i think one thing i do is because I under because I genuinely believe there's a huge difference between idle chatter and conversation, which is an exchange. Okay, a conversation means I want to exchange ideas with you. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. Uh, but I also have something to contribute to yeah. you. There's a mutual edification. There's a mutuality in conversation that demonstrates a care for the other person beyond just chatter um and well i'm here so (laughs) something beyond i'm here so i'm fine with all of this yes (laughs) how about i like that you're here and i'm talking yes my favorite part of this thing is that you're here also and it's not just me (laughs) um and i think so something that i think of when i feel like okay the house is getting really chattery Mm -hmm. with a lot and a lot not a lot of good is happening is I tend to ask questions like if you're coming to me to rattle off all of these things I'm gonna poke and prod a little bit um if it's about somebody who's not in the room which doesn't necessitate gossip but I will I will kind of I will ask the question like it's a little red flag to look out for you know I will be like do you think this is a conversation that you should have with them and not me Mm-hmm. And if that's kind of like a light bulb moment, then I think the the person will realize like, oh, yeah, maybe I am just talking to talk. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe, you know, um, or I'll ask like, OK, are, are you wanting feedback on that or how can I help you with that? Like sometimes just sometimes even just asking the question of like, why are you asking me this? Not in a confrontational way, but right. in a kind way. We'll kind of highlight that. Like, Not, don't ask. Why are you asking me this meaningless? Yeah, thing? don't <laughs> don't say that. But you just don't, you all, we're not we're not giving you permission to assume that what everyone else says is meaningless. It's the actually the opposite. That's the takeaway. <laughs> right. No, no, no. You don't get to do that. But just kind of, I, I don't know. I like to ask, especially if my kids are feeling kind of like antsy and really chatty. I want to take anything that might seem like idle conversation or idle chatter and turn it into a conversation. Right. And Which you the- can do in adults settings as well. Yeah. Even if you're the one, if you're in the middle of a, a fellowship with your adult friends and you realize like, Hmm, I've been kind of like taking over this whole conversation. I've been, if you feel like, <clears throat> you know, even just a hint, like I maybe, Ooh, I took it too far. Yeah. You can totally ask questions that pertain to the what what you were just talking about, but that somebody else gets to answer. Yeah. Sometimes just breaking up that constant stream of words yes. really helps. Or here's another thing I think we all need to train ourselves and our children. It's okay to be silent. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's it's okay. 
uh, if no one is talking. So- yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. that is not a sign of disfellowship or disunity. Right. Sometimes that means everybody's actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because there are people, um, I'm one of them, <laughs> that when things are quiet, there is an assumption that like someone's mad or things aren't okay. Um, but you don't, uh, this just goes back to like gracious assumptions and mm-hmm. not living as though yeah. things you're assuming or perceiving are actually true when you don't right. know that they're true. And if something legitimately is wrong and reconciliation is required between you and another person, idle chatter is going to fix it just like the silent treatment is going to fix it. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to. <laughs> AKA not fixing it at all. Yeah. But yeah, uh, a lot of idle chatter is just meant to fill the silence. Yeah. Maybe. And I think if you kind of run a tense household, the kids might feel insecure if there's not a lot of talking. And so that's something to consider. Have you trained yourself or your kids to engage in idle chatter because you feel uncomfortable with silence? Um, Or are they engaging in idle chatter because you get super moody and silent every time you're having a bad morning. And so they just, they're... They are like trying to get you to... Come out of your right, shell or whatever. And be nice or, to them. Yeah. Um, so it's... I think it's also important that we we not only get comfortable with engaging in meaningful conversation, but that we even expand our definition of what is meaningful because it is meaningful to fellowship with your kids Mm -hmm. and your friends. Like that is meaningful. Laughing with your friends is meaningful. Um, A great place to practice this is over the dinner table. Just what does a conversation look like over at while you guys are all sitting there or um, I think social media has kind of affected our ability to like be good in a conversation, but I think that's part of practicing hospitality, like being a hospitable person to converse with is a Christian duty because one, well, one great reason is we're all headed to a feast. Yeah. We, we all are headed to a feast and we are going to have to, what is, what is food is like the best conversation starter. It like is a vehicle for conversation. It's so comfortable to talk as you break bread. Like all of these things are so connected Um, and being thoughtful about that is just really important. It's important (laughs) that you be someone that's fun to eat with. Like if you're no fun to eat with, oh my goodness, we're headed towards eternity to do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and which brings me to another thought I have, which is that a lot of times children that are not trained in conversation, Really, the only tool that we're naturally born with is asking questions. Um, And so I do hear from a lot of moms who are like, another thing they're really tired of at the end of the day is they felt like they've they've answered 85,000 questions, which is a part of the job when they are very little Mm -hmm. um, answer being willing to answer those questions over and over. But the thing is, is that the child that like never grows beyond asking questions, never has anything like really thoughtful to like contribute, they're not growing in their thinking. They're Mm -hmm. not growing in their ability to be pleasant, to sit and eat with. If the only tool 
your child has is to ask a lot of questions without any sort of mutuality or back and forth. Um, that can be frustrating to that can be really frustrating to be around. Sometimes um, I'm not saying all the time, but this is an important thing to look at if you feel like that's something you're dealing with. Um, but there are a lot of uh, television and movie show protagonists that uh, are dumb and they kind of make it seem cool Yeah, to sound dumb, like to yeah. be, have that like <clears throat> ditzy, like yeah. that little like lilt to your voice. Like, well, so what do you mean? Uh-huh. And just only asking questions and, or pretending like, acting like they don't understand anything you're saying. So everything is a question. Oh yeah. Um, <sighs> that's a very, uh, there's a lot of very influential uh, things in your kid's life these days <laughs> yeah. that make that seem cool or like a good yeah. personality trait. Yeah. And it's not. I'm definitely picky about the shows that my kids watch. For and That is one of the reasons, yeah. which is that if the main characters in the show are also younger, so they feel like they can relate to them right and they act really kind of dumb or ditzy or they, they aren't really interested in adults adults are all annoying mm-hmm. like that's just not somebody i want my kids like learning from right um i need them to have a more i need them to be able to recognize what that behavior is for what it is yeah before i'm willing to let them hang out around it and honestly uh the word that i would use to describe that behavior is an attitude Yes. Mm-hmm. An attitude for sure. And I think one way kids, would, you know, the kid that is always asking questions and then you say something very clearly to them and they don't have an honest response. So they just repeat the question. Yep. That is another form of idle chatter that I think is particularly insidious because it has the deceptive veneer of I'm just repeating back what you said because I want to make yeah. sure I understand what you said because, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like. You have an attitude. You're, you have an attitude. <laughs> You're stalling. <laughs> Let's not do that. Right. You know, like, but that is something that if you're, that is something that you will see a lot in TV and in movies because it's considered such a normal part of being a child mm-hmm. is having that bad kind of mouthy attitude. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you have, uh, if those are the kids that you allow your kids to hang out with or to look up to, uh, don't be surprised when that's what you hear right. in the home yeah. regularly. Yep. Um, so anyway, idle chatter is really sinful. It usually <laughs> leads to a lot of sin. It does not edify its, its uh, audience at all. Right. Um, it can usually, and here's something, it can usually be rectified very easily, mm-hmm. uh, either through discipleship or um, <laughs> mm-hmm. self-discipleship mm-hmm. um, if that's if it's something that you're doing it's just mm-hmm. it's something that you need to be aware of don't ever assume you don't ever do it um, and if you catch yourself doing it you can it's one of those things that is so mm-hmm. quick to uh, bring back in where it's supposed to be yeah um, and I don't I don't think like you said there's no problem with silence 
Um, I don't think the solution, if you think, if you're nervous that you're an idle chatterer, is to become just entirely silent. Right. Um, I think it's a great idea uh, to find things to talk about. Think. I don't think... Do you do this if you're going to a place where there's going to be other people like a party or gathering of some kind? Mm -hmm. Do you try to think of a question that maybe you could ask someone while you're there? No. Do you? Yes. Oh. (laughs) I try to do that just. Okay. To like. Yeah. Remind myself that it's not just about me coming to the event. Yeah. Um. So my my could, plan, well, I don't plan, I don't think of a question, I don't, but my plan when I enter a group is to always start with a question. Right. I don't, I don't like orchestrate. Don't try to orchestrate the whole night. That's also making it about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, just. You're not outlining your conversations before you have them <laughs> right. on paper. No. Oh, I do that, but it's a bad sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when that's happening, something else is happening. But yeah, so I mean, well, there you go. So you don't think of a specific question, but you it's are mindful. Plan. You yeah. you can accidentally stumble into mindless chatter. Yeah. So you need to intentionally not try do not that. to. Yeah. Well, and two, I'm also, although my plan is to enter and to join a conversation with a question or maybe like a prompting thought. Yeah. If I'm asked a question before I get there, it's not like that doesn't bother me. I'm ready. I'm ready for that too. Look, this night is not about me. <laughs> no, no, no. With your hand like yeah. dramatically to your forehead. Don't speak to me. <laughs> no, no. I think part of being hospitable and pleasant to be around is being willing to get it's just it's there's again I can't say it enough there has to be an exchange there has to be a mutuality there has to be a how about this do you even want to contribute to the group and I mean contribute as in like give something yeah uh do you want to build up the hearer right if we're talking about like speech that is fitting it should be profitable it should build you up like and I do think here's some here's something else I think giving someone a laugh is profitable. Oh yeah. I think entertaining someone, telling them something funny, um lifting their spirits in that way, I absolutely believe that's that is a totally valuable use of your time. Um sometimes it is as we've discussed the only option. Oh yes. <laughs> Our, other than death. Yes. <laughs> sometimes you can laugh or you can die. <laughs> And those are, it's like really pick one. Right. And by die, we just mean like you can choose to laugh or just like totally give up. You can choose to have a good attitude about things that are really difficult or you can just wallow. Like those are really your options. And I'm just a firm believer, you know, something I love my daughters are really good at is if they sense that. I'm like really tired or I've had a long day or something like they try to cheer me up. They try to be funny. They'll like make up a little dance or like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not, not like to poke me back to life, but just because I'm so glad they understand the value of giving someone a laugh, a smile, a joke. Like those things are, those things are good to pursue. I don't think those are idle and going nowhere. I think they have an end goal in mind. Um, and so conversation doesn't have, not every conversation you have has to, has to be like, 
let's dissect Jeremiah 32. Then that's the only meaningful conversation you can have today. Um, You can have meaningful conversation that's a mutual exchange um, about things that are really silly about cakes and dishwashers. Like, it's fine. I saw, I watched a video of um, these two girls. One of them was reading out loud one of those scripts that was written by a bot. Like they, yes, they I forced love those. bots to read to the like bots. watch something over yeah. and over again and then write a script write a or script. whatever. Yeah. And these girls were just dying laughing. Yes. And I was too. Yeah. And it was just like this is that's hilarious. what they're saying is nonsense. The point yes. is that the bot wrote <laughs> a partially <laughs> sensical, partially right. nonsensical. Right thing well it's a robotic understanding of what only a right. human would get isn't it funny that a robot gets so close but but so far right. like <laughs> i think it's hilarious and these girls were just having the time of their a lives blast yeah you want and you want your kid i i have so many memories of with my family do you remember that time and it was something hilarious yeah. that happened um And I have so many stories from my childhood like that, where it's just me and my brother and my mom and my dad, and we're, we're traveling here or there, and there's this mishap that goes on, and then someone does something really funny. And it's like, all of that, the end goal of that was that we were like bonding over that. We were fellowshipping over that. There was like, we all were in that boat together, and it was not the boat we would have chosen, but it was hilarious. And yeah, I mean, my daughters even already are old enough to like reminisce remember that time we all cried laughing and or just like how we call we'll call clementine tom right because forever (laughs) georgia used to say clem but it sounded like tom Tom. (laughs) she'd be like katie janny tom Tom. (laughs) and that was not idle chatter (laughs) i loved it we all loved it anyway just you know okay moral of the story there there are specific there are specific warnings in scripture for all of us about our tongue particularly about, uh towards women who are idle uh if you end if you are idle if what you are doing doesn't have an end goal or a purpose you typically end up falling into some sort of ditch i.e. sin and one of them with your mouth is gossip busybodiness i can tell you what right now if you think of someone you know that's a gossip they're absolutely an idle chatterer 100% across the board. The busybodies that you know, the gossips that you know, they are idle chatter- chatterers. The Bible puts them together for a reason. And so that's just something to consider and think about when you are speaking. And that's why we are never going to stop, hopefully. Chatting. <laughs> chatting. But not idle chatting. I hope chattering. that it's going somewhere minimally. I hope that it gives you a laugh or it makes you go I agree you know what I've really loved is that ever since I mentioned that I really want a Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell (laughs) when I'm pregnant 200 of you have messaged me or left me a voicemail or emailed to say that you also are pregnant and you also want a crunch wrap. They're putting something that something <laughs> they in put there. Something in that. And I just I am so comforted. So the end goal of that was that I am comforted in knowing and I feel so not alone. Right. That um that I really want to crunch We all wrap. shared in that moment together. Twenty four seven. My husband keeps getting in my car and not commenting on the empty Taco Bell bag. <laughs> 
And I really appreciate that about him. He just knows. He knows. He's like, I know what it was. I know. It was a French wrap supreme. <laughs> I know she's not ordering one every day. So that's not a problem. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> We're good. He's like, I know she bought that on her way home to cook dinner. It's fine. <laughs> it was for a ransom. All right. <laughs> you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. I don't know what song to play for you guys this week. What do I play for them this week? I'm trying to think of a song about chattering. You know what? You guys are just stuck with this one. All right. Love y'all. Have a great week. <laughs> zooby, zooby, zoo. Zooby, zooby, zoo. Zooby, zoo, zooby, zoo. Zooby, zoo, zooby, zoo. Mon Dieu qui s'en doux.